friends, welcome back to the She Gets It podcast. I am Lauren and I'm here with Dawn today. And today we are going to be talking about how to become her. And if your mind immediately went to who is the her that we're talking about, I want to make it clear we are not talking about that person that you admire on social media. We are not talking about that business coach that you think so highly of. We are not talking about that person that you think is so much further ahead of you in life, in business, in so many ways. We are talking about you, the next version of you that you are working on growing into. That is the her that we are talking about today. So where do we even start? We're going to dive into some tips so that you can take action today on how how to actually turn into her, become this next version of yourself. But before we dive into those tips, I want to go and have a little chat about where we are currently at. It is so important on a personal growth journey that we do not forget to acknowledge where we are currently at. And it's so easy to try to skip ahead and like... I feel like there's a lot, and Dawn, maybe you can chime in here. I feel like there's like a lot of buzzwords online, like show up in your power, like be authentic, like do all of these things. And it's like, that's great. But what is my power? What is my authentic self? Like, I don't know what those things are. And it's not until we have this season of self-discovery and recognize and acknowledge and have awareness of where we are and maybe heal some necessary parts of ourselves that's holding us back in becoming her, right? That next version of ourselves that we're able to make progress. So starting where we are when it comes to our identity, who we identify with is super, super important. And there's good things and there's bad things about our current identity, right? So sure. I, I will give you an example. Like I look at my identity and one of the things that I know about my current identity is I am a procrastinator. I am a procrastinator. So mind you is the future version of myself, a procrastinator. No, she is not. I am not owning that as part of my identity forever, (laughs) but I am aware that that is a part of my identity. So when we have awareness, we're able to start understanding, well, why, why is that a part of my identity? And honestly, we do not have enough time to go into depth all about identity today and how to fully heal that, like the negative parts of our identity. And I do want to quickly say like, there are going to be things that maybe don't feel great about our identity, but I, and I said negative, but I don't even think it's a negative thing. Like it just shows us areas of opportunity for growth, but I want us before we dive into this next version of her, please take some time and evaluate where are you currently at and look at those pieces that maybe you don't feel so proud of and take some time to think through why you might be that way and take some time to forgive yourself, have empathy, compassion, right? Like be a supportive person in your own life 
as you're looking at those pieces, take some time to heal and understand why you are that way. So that way you can come up with a game plan to not be that way anymore. Yeah. And I, I mean, this whole idea of like self-reflection, um, I think sometimes our go-to is like, <laughs> look at the bad things and let me improve those things. But when Lauren and I are talking about self-reflection, we're talking about both the good and the bad things, because only through awareness can we get to that next level of her. Because if you're if your identity right now, if you think you are a super confident person, that is a wonderful thing. You probably want your future herself to also be super confident. So let's make sure that we pinpoint that and are able to give that same identity to our future self as well. You know, yes. so it's not just that we're looking at these negative parts and saying, okay, these are things I want to improve. We're also looking at the positive parts and saying, I love this about myself how do I love it even more and like really harness that power that I have? Absolutely. And what I love about what you just said, Dawn, is owning it, owning all the parts of you where you are at in this current season, because I feel like oftentimes it's really easy to fall into this like success trap or this like happiness trap. Like I will be successful when, or I will be happy when, and it's like, but there's so much about like happiness and success is like not a destination. It's a journey. Like it is part of us today. And it's a part of us tomorrow. As we grow our definition of success, like our goals are only going to grow and get bigger with us. So I think just taking before we dive in and immediately start thinking, I need to change. I need to do better. I need to do this. It's like honor who you are right now and be so proud of yourself. Like, look how far you have come in your life and like, take a minute and like applaud yourself for who you are and everything that you've gone through to get to where you are today. For sure. Okay. And I actually had a moment like this yesterday. So I am applauding myself right now for having this moment that you're talking about. But I had that moment yesterday. I was hopping on to a masterclass. It's the first masterclass of this new program that I have. And I was just sitting there kind of waiting for people to trickle in. Um, well, not trickle in. I got on five minutes early so that I could make sure my <laughs> equipment was set up. Right. Um, and I was just sitting there. I'm the only person in the room. So I'm the only person on the Zoom screen. So I'm basically just staring at myself. And I just had that moment of like, I am so freaking proud of you. Like, look at you right now. People are waiting to learn from you. They just paid you thousands of dollars and they're waiting to learn from you. And you have like opened yourself up so that you can teach these things. Something that you yes. never thought you'd be in this place, but you are, and you're teaching it and you're empowering other women and you're helping them grow their business, grow their dreams. How amazing is that? And yeah, it's just so cool because like you said, like success is not a destination. It's a feeling. And so you get to decide right now, do you want to feel successful right now or do you not? And in every single moment you have that choice. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for sharing that as like your business bestie. I am so proud of you too, for showing up and teaching that masterclass. Um, by the way, guys go snag Dawn's 
masterclass series. She's teaching so many incredible things about money. You guys need to be a part of it. It's so amazing. She's brilliant at what she does. Okay. So step one to becoming her is we have to have awareness and appreciation of where we are at right now. Step number two is maybe look at some of those parts that we are not, that don't feel in alignment of who we want to become and evaluate why, why do we do those things? Where is this coming from? Is it a belief that we adopted because of an experience we had in our life? Was it solidified through things that people said to us and have a moment of empathy, compassion, forgiveness, recognizing that we don't have to stay that way for the rest of our lives. And also recognize that maybe that thing that you said, oh, this is a negative belief. Like Lauren is saying, really dig into it and ask about it. Maybe it's not a negative thing. Maybe we can reframe that and be like, you know what? I'm actually really proud of that. Like, I love that part of myself and someone else may have made it a negative thing. So subconsciously you've made it a negative thing now, but we get to reframe that and say, nope, this is now one of my strengths. This is a positive thing. I thank you for sharing that. A quick example of that is for the longest time I have this belief. I never finish what I start. I never finish what I start. And once I started learning more about me and how my brain operates, I decided, no, I finish things that are important to me, things that are aligned with my purpose. I don't always finish everything that I start because not everything is meant to be finished. I'm a creative person. I have so many ideas. Literally, my husband will tell you, I literally every day, I'm like 20 business ideas. (laughs) I I could turn this into a business. (laughs) Like that is just the person that I met. I am. And I recognize I'm not meant to finish everything. I'm only meant to finish the things that are the most important things for me to finish. So I do finish stuff. It's just not the, it's not every idea that comes into my mind because not every idea is meant to be finished. I love that. Okay. So the reframe is what you're creative and you're good at. I'm creative. Yeah. I'm, I'm creative. I have great ideas. And I do finish things that are important to me. Yeah. That's the reframe for me. So get really comfortable with where you're at right now. Look at the light and the shadows of, of your identity, current identity, work on healing the things that don't feel in alignment to your next version of yourself, the person that you're trying to grow into. And so that would be step three, get really clear on who she is. Like really, really specific. Who is that next version of yourself that you want to grow into? Yeah. What beliefs does she have about herself? How does she show up in motherhood? How does she show up as a wife? How does she show up as a CEO? How does she show up online when she's creating content? What are her beliefs about money? How does she dress? Like all of these things, I want you to get really, really clear on who that version is. And then this is where we're going to dive into the tips. How do we start becoming her? What do we actually do? Once we have kind of had that foundation in place, having awareness, work through healing some of those parts that feel great to us or reframing some of those things, like maybe that's actually not a bad thing about my identity and then get really clear on who she is. What's that next, next step? How do we start to, to make that journey of growing into her? Yeah. 
Um, and I'm, I'm going to take it away now and give you a tip. But I would say this kind of combines the point right before where we're saying get clear on her and how to become her. And one of my tips is prayer and meditation and feeling into her. Because to me, her is more of a feeling than anything. Um, And going back to our feelings, we get to choose how we feel, right? So if her is a feeling, why can't I feel her right now in this moment? And that's exactly the point that Lauren and I are trying to make right now is you get to be her right now. You don't have to wait any longer. And so get clear, pray and meditate and feel into her. What is her dream day? What are her routines? What are her feelings? Is she a happy, bubbly person? Is she a super mellow, peaceful person? Is she just a go-getter? Like what? What characteristics does she have and feel those feelings? That way you can then go about your day. And at any point throughout the day, you get to come back to those feelings and be like, okay, my morning meditation, this is how she is. I'm going to show up as her in this moment right now. And like you get to just reset at any point in the day and get back to her. I love that. Can I share an example of that, that I'm currently working through in my own life? Please. So one of the things that I really struggled with after having my second daughter was rage, (laughs) like hormones and postpartum anxiety really manifested itself in a lot of rage. And I found myself yelling at my kids a lot my sweet little innocent babies, I would lose my cool all the time. Now I, I, there were things that I was saying about myself, like affirming a certain identity. Like I am anxious. I am overwhelmed. I am exhausted. Right. That was contributing to the rage. And I've, you know, once I had awareness that I was connecting my feelings to my identity It was like manifesting in my behavior, right? But one thing that I so believe about the higher version of myself, the the next version of myself as a mother is I am patient. I am kind. When my kids are losing control, I am in control. I am a safe parent and I'm a safe place for all of us, like Those are things that I am affirming to myself every single day. So now when my toddler is recently going through this thing where she screams at the top of her lungs, like not really like a temper tantrum, but like you can just see she has this like emotional overload and she doesn't know what to do with her emotions. So she like screams out. And normally I would have, that would have triggered me so bad. And I would have been like, I would have like lost it back on her. Like, why are you doing that? Like you are disrupting my nervous system with this terrible scream. But because I am so focused on my identity, the next version, I am patient. I am kind. I am a safe parent. When she screams, I'm able to respond versus react. And recently when she screams, I compose myself for a second. And then I say, Raylan, are you hurt or are you in serious trouble? Is Maya hurt? 
no mommy. Okay. We only scream that way. If you are hurt or you're like in serious need of help, or if Maya is going to be hurt, because when you scream that way, that's how I, that's what I think is happening. Yeah. But if it's not one of those things, then you need to come find me and ask mommy for help. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So yes, it is so possible to start showing up as her and, and I like having awareness, where am I at? Where do I want to be? And like you were saying, how does that person think? How does she respond? Like, how would she coach herself through that situation? I'm living that out in my real life. And it is honestly been so life-changing for me and how I show up as a parent. And then also implementing this in other areas of my life as well. Yeah, no, I absolutely love that. And I like really the word compose is just now repeating in my head because you said, and I stop and I compose myself and I'm like, compose myself, compose myself, compose myself. Like, yes, that's exactly, I guess I just haven't put in those words to it. I just tell myself like, be more mindful, Dawn. Um, But I love that of just compose yourself and get back to her. Take that extra seconds or maybe it's a couple minutes sometimes and get back to her and say, what feelings do I want to be feeling right now? Because you don't have to stay in the reaction. You get to choose to move on from the reaction and get to be like proactive in your feelings and choose your feelings instead of just being in the reaction of, oh, my daughter just screamed. And now my heart is beating super fast because obviously something bad is about to happen, right? Yeah. And I I do want to mention too, like this is intentional work you guys Mm -hmm. becoming her takes a lot of intentional work because we are really focused on showing up and feeling, thinking and behaving differently in our lives. So as you're going through this process, do I show up as a patient, kind, safe parent in every single situation? No, I still slip up and I still yell, yell every once in a while, but because I'm so intentional about becoming her, becoming that like patient, kind, safe parent that doesn't yell, I can immediately, I can immediately like try again. I can immediately like think through what just happened. Okay. How could I have done that differently? Rehearse in my mind. How could I have responded differently? forgive myself for how I responded. And then guess what? It's like that rehearsal that I just had in my head, like redo, I'm going to redo the situation in my head. I'm going to rehearse this differently. How could I have shown up differently the next time it becomes easier, but this is definitely like intentional work. So just as you're going along and as you're like, Oh, like, dang it. I blew it again. I didn't do this. Like, no, like I'm learning a new way to think and do things that I haven't done before. And it's like, I'm going to mess up sometimes and it's okay. I I always have another chance to do it again. So be really patient with yourself. For sure. And in that same breath, because you kind of said this too, but be really patient with yourself and it's never too late to reset. You can reset at any time. So maybe your reset is an hour later after you've blown up and you put the kids in timeout and you took your own timeout and then maybe that's the reset. Or maybe it's a day later, or maybe it's literally a second after you yelled. Like, it doesn't matter. It's never too late to reset. So be patient with yourself. 
you can always come back. I mean, we're it's it's life. You're working on this for the rest of your life. We're always becoming better. Yes. I literally, I literally today was like, okay, Raylan, sorry. Can I redo that again? I'm sorry. Mommy did not react the right way. That was on me. That was not on you. You are not responsible for how I just reacted. Can I try that again? Like, so yes, you can restart at any time. Um, can I share one of my favorite tips for becoming her? So the very first personal development book that I ever, ever read probably 12 years ago now was called the compound effect by Darren Hardy. I highly recommend it. It was like back in the day when we still had CDs in our car (laughs) and I literally bought the book on CD. There was like no audible book. Like I didn't have an eye, like there was nothing like, yeah, like I had to listen to the book on CD driving around in my car. Okay. So it's called the compound effect by Darren Hardy. And this book was absolutely life-changing for me because it's all about becoming something one day at a time, right? And we like, again, having awareness where we're at, if there's things about ourselves or our identity or our situations or whatever, it's like, that's on us. Like we became that person one day at a time. We may not have been aware that that's who we were becoming, but we did it one day at a time. Like I have some baby weight to lose and I would love to like blame it on the babies, like, and the breastfeeding, I can't lose weight, but no, Kate, I have no self-control when it comes to breastfeeding and I've eaten way too much sugar the past two years. Let's be honest. So one day at a time, like one piece of candy, one piece of chocolate, one piece of cake at a a time, I am at the weight that I'm at today. So the compound effect. I highly recommend it. If you've never read it, it is available on audible. Now you do not need to buy it on CDs. I actually even think it's free on audible. I just downloaded it right now. I think it's free. Yeah. Perfect. Compound effect by Darren Hardy. So basically what this talks about is recognizing where you want to go in your life and, and creating habits to help get you there. And I love this approach because I, I do think that sometimes, especially as moms, when we already feel maybe overwhelmed or like we have so many things that we're balancing and juggling, it's like, well, I don't have time for like a 30 minute workout or I don't have time. Like guys, I love reading my scriptures, but I fell out of that habit because I was like, I'm too busy to read my scriptures. Like I don't have time for this big, long scripture study, or I don't have time for this or that or whatever. But it's not about like putting more on our plate. It's about putting on our plate the things that are going to build us up into this next version of ourselves. And it doesn't have to be this overwhelming thing, right? Like you can start with a 15 minute workout. If you want to identify as a healthy person who who has energy, like what habits are going to support you in getting there in the future? So that is my tip look at the person that you want to become and what are her habits? And John mentioned this earlier, what are her routines, but what are those behaviors that she is implementing in her daily life? Does she work out? Does she eat a certain way? You know, like, does she take time to affirm her husband or, you know, fill his, his cup with like the way that he, he loves to be loved Does she take the time to call up her friends 
Does she take the time to do her personal, like daily personal development? Like what is she doing every single day, identifying those habits and start implementing them. And here's a really important tip when you're implementing new habits, I want you to meet yourself where you are at. So for example, if you are not currently working out, but you're like, I want to be the type of person that works out every single day, or I want to be healthy and I want to have a consistent workout routine, meet yourself where you're at. Don't, don't try go sign up for a gym membership and try to like implement this one hour a day workout plan. You're not there yet. Like you are setting yourself up for failure, but can you go for a 15 minute walk every single day? Or can you turn on like your favorite yoga channel on YouTube and do a quick 20 minute yoga workout? Right. Okay, so Lauren, thank you for saying that though, because as you were talking about those habits and like, how does she show up? I was starting to get overwhelmed because I have been working on this and showing up as her. And I've been feeling so good about myself and recording this podcast. I was like, oh yeah, I know what I'm talking about. Cause I've been doing this. And then you're talking about the habits and how she shows up. And I'm like, oh shoot, I have so far to go. Like I was starting to feel overwhelmed because my, her, my, she, she runs marathons. She oh, yeah. does triathlons. Yeah. And I'm like, oh man. I'm going to have to start busting said, out 10 mile runs on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah. But then you were like, well, maybe you don't do a gym membership. Maybe you do a 15 minute walk. And immediately I was like, okay, whew, because I love walks. I go on walks with my daughter, Raylin, um, at least once a day. She's an out. She needs to go outside at least once a day. She... I mean, it's more like three times a day. I know. (laughs) Um, So yeah, we go on at least a daily walk and I'm like, okay, I got that down. Maybe I'm not as far as I thought. So thanks for that reminder of meet yourself where you're at now. Yeah. And as you grow, so will your capacity to do more Mm -hmm. within those habits And here's the really cool thing about habits. So one thing that I don't want you to do is I don't want you to be like, here's the 20 habits that my ideal version of myself or this next version of myself does. And I'm going to try to go and implement all 20 habits right now. Right. And I also don't think that you necessarily have to do one at a time. Like, I think you can actually be successful implementing a few new habits into your routine at a time. But I don't want you to overwhelm yourself with all of these new habits. I want you to maybe pick three to five, no more than five to get started of like the most potent habits, because here's the really cool thing. Habits build upon each other. So for example, if you have a habit of flossing your teeth every day, I know that seems like who doesn't floss their teeth every, every day. Some people don't. But if that is like one of your habits, I'm going to floss my teeth every day. Guess what? If you're flossing your teeth every day, you're probably going to become a better brusher. Maybe you're going to become a tongue scraper. Like you, it's going to like influence other positive behaviors, right? Right. If your habit is like, I'm going to go on a 15 minute walk every day. Maybe it's also going to fuel a better water drinking habit. So habits like really good habits also automatically build other areas of your life. So don't feel overwhelmed in that you have to accomplish and start implementing everything at once. Pick the five most potent and the ones that you feel like are going to get the highest return on investment for what you desire next in your life. 
and what honors this season of your life too. Because sometimes when we think of like our future vision, future version of ourselves, we think of all these wonderful things. It's not necessarily happening all at once though. So like Dawn Marathon Triathlon Runner Dawn might not be happening in the same season that Dawn is like super crafty or Dawn is going around and I can't even think of other things I want to do at this moment, apparently, because now I'm stuck on marathons, (laughs) but like (laughs) they don't all happen in that same season. So like maybe for 10 years, that's me. And another 10 years is a different version of me and different things can overlap. But who's to say I have to do all of that at once in this moment, just because a future version of me is partaking of that thing. I love that you said that because I do think, especially if I feel like if you're listening to this podcast, you probably are very much like Don and I, like, I do think that we are high achievers. We're constantly looking to become the better version of ourselves. And sometimes it's really tempting to be like, like, I love thinking about like my life vision. Like I'm that weirdo that would write my obituary just so that I could be really intentional and like reverse engineer my life. Okay. But like, like that's who I am. But sometimes it's, we do get caught up in like the 20 year version, 30 year vision, 50 year version of ourselves. And it's like, no, like what I'm going to be doing 50 years from now is very different than what I'm doing right now with little babies. Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe the life version that I have of myself is like, I'm a highly sought out motivational speaker traveling the world and sharing like motivation and thought leadership with, you know, all of these different companies. Is that what I desire in this current season of my life? No, because I want to be a present mom. I want to be the primary caretaker of my children. Like I actually want to do that. Like I want to be the one that is with them 99% of their day. Like that is what I desire in this season of my life. And so trying to become this, like, like, I like what you said, just being really mindful of the season that you're in right now and knowing that like you can have all of the things that you want and that you desire, but be mindful that it also is suitable for where you are at. And I don't mean that in a limiting way. It's like, what do you desire right now? Like focus on the next three to five years. What does that version of you look like and work on that? And then guess what? You're going to be prepared in three to five years to start working on the next three to five years. Exactly. And eventually you'll be 95 and you'll be telling all about all the things you did. And that's when you'll have that report of, oh yeah, I was a food blogger and I was an accountant and I wrote a book and I traveled the world and taught people about this and I ran triathlons and all these things. And that's when it's the peak of look at all these things I did. It's not that it happened all at once though. We have this long, beautiful life that we get to live and do things throughout life. I love that. And Dawn, I think that was the perfect way to wrap this up. We do have long, beautiful lives ahead of us and we can have long, beautiful, very intentional lives ahead of us as well. So I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today. I hope it was helpful and come say hi over on Instagram and let us know how you liked this episode and what you are doing in your life to become her. And we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the She Gets It podcast. 
We know how important it is to have someone who just gets it no matter what season of life or business you are navigating. If you haven't already, come make our friendship official and say hi to us on the gram. We love hearing from you and would love to have you be part of our community. Our IG links are in the show notes to make it super easy to find us. And of course, if you enjoyed this episode, please let us know by subscribing to the podcast, leaving a review and sharing it with one of your business besties. Until next time.